0: Good morning, good morning. This is Reverend Milsina Yancey White with Yancey Family Ministry. So glad to be with you another blessed Saturday morning for this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Why? Because he's given us a new season. Amen. We have made it through the other seasons into a new season. Amen. We can see that in the natural and also see that in the spiritual, and to God be the glory for how good he's been. Come on, somebody, we still here. We made it uh, through the summer, now we're looking at the beautiful fall. And thank you for tuning in this morning. You are tuned in to WHNC 890 Henderson and WCBQ 1340 of Oxford. And I am just excited for what I want to share with you today, and we're just going to continue to celebrate the goodness of the Lord, amen? Man, will you just stay with me to celebrate it? Because I'm still, still in the vein of what I've been encouraging our hearts to do, and that is to take a moment. I'm still there. I haven't changed. The subject hasn't changed. God is still feeding me about that very phrase, take a moment And I want you to take a moment with me again on this Saturday. Oh, if you're tired of listening to this, I understand. Some people don't like repetitive things, and we definitely don't want a microscope on our lives. Amen. We rather deal with other people and their sins and their problems and their faults and sort of their, you know, things that they're going through before we deal with ourselves. But take a moment, it's always about us and our relationship with Christ. Take a moment to not focus on your troubles, but the attributes of who God is. I talked about love. That's an attribute for God is love. That's his attribute and everything that we desire emotionally and in preparation of our own selves, of our own growth comes from not the love of people, but the love of Christ. But today I want to us to dig a little deeper within ourselves with this take a moment. Uh, We need to dissect ourselves, so to speak. We want to live happy lives. We want to grow in Christ. We want to go stronger in Christ. We want our faith to increase. And we definitely want to be ready for his return. But we're going to need to dissect some things. And I want to go there today. Christ has given us so much power. Those of us that are in Christ Jesus, we have power. We have power to pour down strongholds. Amen. That's what I want us to take a moment to do today. I want us to take a moment and pour down strongholds. Are you willing to stay with me? Just listen today and we do this together. Let's pour down. Come on, pour down strongholds. A stronghold is defined as a place that has been fortified. So as to protect it against an attack, a well fortified place, a fortress, and and we know in the Old Testament God was considered that stronghold, that place, that fortified fortress. But in the New Testament, that's what I want to deal with. Paul, the Apostle Paul, used the term to describe a mindset or an attitude. Again, Apostle Paul used to describe a mindset or an attitude, for it is written in Second Colossians 10, 3-6, through 6, and it reads, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but mighty, Before God to the casting down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that is exalted against the knowledge of God. And bringing every thought, listen, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being in readiness to avenge all disobedience. Come on. This is you dealing with yourself. When your obedience shall be made full. The second Colossians, second Corinthians, excuse me, 3 through six, and you can read it for yourself. Study it. Because what it's saying, in other words, we're going to destroy arguments. And every lofty, meaning high opinion, raised against the knowledge of God. And take every thought captive to, the, to obey Christ. We're going to take these thoughts captive to obey Christ. This is the power we have to be able to manage our minds, to manage our lives. Come on. We're always trying to work things out in our lives, trying to be God when we have an awesome God who can do exceedingly and abundantly above what we ask or think. He has given us the power to control this mind. Come on, to pour down strongholds. We can do that. So I want to take a moment. We're going to take a moment to pull down some strongholds, to deal with our minds. Come on, we're going to do it together. We had to do it, especially... On Thursday, a lot were coming at me, and I was getting information. No, I'm sorry, that was Tuesday and Wednesday. People were sharing information to me about things to come and how things are becoming unstable. And I'm talking about the job, and, and then turn around, and there's other things that I see in the news of things becoming unstable. And they're, and they're sort of set in our minds and sort of take root of a thought. And we ponder it, and it turns into warration and concern. Um, but we're going to dissect our thoughts. Let's let's, let's do that. We're going to take a moment dissect it. And all this week, I want you to say, what what have you been thinking? We're going to dissect this. We're going to identify the strongholds so we know where to attack and where to go to and where to use the weapons that God has given us that are not carnal but mighty to the pulling down. Come on, what have you been thinking this week? And then I want you to decide where are the thoughts coming from? Are they thoughts of God's word? How powerful he is? How he loves you? How he's taking care of you? How he's providing for you? How he's covering you? How he's able to make ways out of no ways? Where are the thoughts coming from? Are they contrary to Christ, to his word? Then I want you to wonder, these thoughts that I'm having, well, who is talking to me? Where are the thoughts coming from? Because somebody planted a seed, but it's been growing. My my coworker told me something. She said, I just want to give you a heads up about what to come. Well, she planted a seed. And what are the thoughts that's following the seeds? Are you following me this morning? So who's talking to you? I also, when I think about that, I think about Eve in the garden. Um, God asked her, who told you you were naked? In other words, who else have you been talking to? Amen. What are they saying? What are those thoughts saying? You got to identify who's talking to you, who's feeding you thoughts. And what are they saying? Because if you're not careful, you're starting to believe something That's contrary to God's word. You're taking what they're saying, which is a lie, and you have accepted it as truth. Ah, that's a dangerous lie. That's a dangerous place right there. I lived there for years, having tea parties with the enemy. Tea parties with the devil. You can call them pity party, but I would call them tea parties because I let him come over and he sat down with me and he had conversations with me early on in my marriage. We would do this periodically, not through the month, (laughs) through the week and throughout the day. And I had to come to identify him for who he was and that he was talking to me. And that I was believing his lies and accepting them as truth. I was coming into agreement with him about who I was and my life and the people in my life. Come on, we're going to pull down some strongholds. There's some things you've been believing. There's some lies you've been accepting as truth. Come on, we all are guilty of this. We do this throughout the day. We watch the news. We we read about conspiracies and different people's opinion about the pandemic and the mask and the vaccine and and and, and what the numbers are. The people in the hospital who's been infected. Uh, we we you know we look at all of this with skepticism. And, and we have to realize, who are we are talking to? Where is our information coming from that cause us to make the judgments that we've been making? Come on, I want to deal with this. We need to deal with this. Because there are lies that you have accepted as true. But the lies that we accept more easily than anything else is the lies about ourselves. Come on, let's deal with that one. There are things you believe about yourself that's just not true. It's not true. God didn't tell you this. The enemy told you this. And you accepted it as this truth when it's a lie. Come on, he's the accuser, the brethren. Come on, he is the father of lies. What have you accepted about yourself? Some of us not low self-esteem. Some of us esteem ourselves really high, lofty, in a lofty way. And we need to pull it down. Because if you don't pull it down, God will bring you down. But some of us have accepted things about ourselves that are just not true that the enemy has told us. And one of the lies is that nobody loves us and that we are alone. And that is a lie. For there is someone who cares. Jesus cares about you. He said, i will never leave you nor forsake you. That feeling of loneliness, you are not alone. It's just a feeling. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. It's just a feeling. And you wrestling not with the flesh. You got to deal with that flesh. Come on. The flesh is full of deception. And the spirit and the flesh is always at war. So whatever these feelings, based on these thoughts that are in your mind, come on, we're going to pull them down. Come on. Whatever, whatever lies you believe about who you are, We even take on the imagination of what we think people are thinking about us, what people may think about us. We take that on just from a simple look. I'm guilty just from a simple look. Then our minds start racing about what we think or what we may think that they're thinking about us. Come on. It's all in this head of ours. Lord, help us. And then we deal with what people say about us. We just replay that like a movie. From one conversation to the next. Because we got to tell somebody what they said. Amen. Come on. This is happening on the job site 24 uh, every day when we're there. Come on. Then we just deal with our own life to and fro. What people say about us. Believe in the lie. Come on. Believe in the lie rather than the truth. We're not in the word enough. But that feeling that we're dealing with from day to day. Come on. God has given us power to deal with this. Come on, I know it's beating you up and it's weighing you down, but you have power through Jesus Christ to pour this down. To take captive, <laughs> take every thought captive to obey Christ. Ah, I love that. Come on, we can destroy arguments and every lofty, come on, high opinion raised against the knowledge of God. Come on, but you got to know that you know him. Because if you don't know him and the knowledge, if you ever come to an intimate relationship with God through the love that he has for you, you will easily to lose control of your thoughts. And your mind will run to and fro. I've had to fight that this week with all the information that was coming to me. I had to then sit and take a moment and process what was just shared with me. Put it in its rightful place, which is always in God's hand. Come on, I don't need to ponder about it. I don't need to get afraid about the changes that's coming. I don't need to worry about the changes that are coming. I don't need to figure out anything. Because it dawned on me this past week that the only thing God has told me to work out is my own soul salvation. So I had to turn that, bring it down. Come on, cast it down to remember who I was. I'm a child of God. And who I belong to is more than able to take care of this situation. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. He's more than able to see me through it, He is my provider. He is. Come on, you got to pull it down. Pull it down to God be the glory. Thank you for tuning in. I pray that that we were able to pull some things down. Thank you for tuning in today and spending time with me. And remember today and throughout every day, rejoice and be glad because God loves you.